Hey family, it's your girl Onome here and you're welcome to the Naked Podcast where we get to share deep truths and unlock them together through the wisdom of God. Up in and let's write together. Thank you. family of course it's your girl Onome here and this is still the naked podcast thank you so much for joining me today it means a lot to me and really thank you so much for the last episode too you guys went all out thank you so much for the love thank you for putting out the good word out thank you for sharing with your friends your family members thank you so so much i can't thank you enough but i'm really really grateful thank you and i've got another episode okay before we get into the episode how is the lockdown going guys I hope it's going on well. Well, we are praying to God that all of this will be over very soon. And it's the Easter weekend. Who is happy? I mean, Lord Jesus resurrected from the dead for us. How else? So, guys, I'm really, really happy today. I'm, I'm excited. I'm talking about something, something, something kind of emotional. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a little dig into the past today. And I'm talking on this topic that says losing my religion. Yeah, losing my religion. So I'm gonna go very raw. I'm gonna go very deep with you guys today. I'm gonna share a little bit of my story. I don't know the day. I hope that we all get to understand what it means to have a relationship with God and losing your religion. So my mom is a pastor. So I typically grew up in the church. I was all around the church I was in units and all of that I can't say I was a bad girl growing up and I certainly can't say I'm a good girl too somewhere in between but I just knew I wanted to do what's right and I grew up in a church where you know we were raised we were raised in a very certain way I'm sure a lot of us were raised that way too where you get to believe that um your love for god is in how you live your life i mean god expects us to be holy god expects us to live a very very good life that is different from the world and so that was the way i was raised to except the curious the curious me wanted to know why i was doing a lot of things but i didn't get answers so i just kept falling in line and just kept doing what i was told to do so i was that kind of kid who would look at a lady wearing trousers and say in her mind that she's a sinner yeah i was like that i mean i saw people who dressed differently as sinners yeah right in my heart i judged people i really did deep within me i wanted to be cool like that too but I mean, I was told it wasn't nice, so mm, I didn't want to do that. So my days in the body now, I had friends who wore trousers, and I don't know, I just saw them differently. I thought I was, I mean, I was the good person in courts. And so having a boyfriend was not just it, but I mean, I saw other girls having boyfriends and they were cool. Well, okay, maybe that's not what a good Christian girl should do. So when I had my first boyfriend, 
I remember I felt terrible in the relationship. I felt like I was doing something very wrong. I felt like it wasn't it wasn't the churchy thing to do. And so the only reason I broke up with him was because he asked me if I was a virgin. So our relationship lasted for just a month and it ended. But I was searching for answers. I wanted to be cool. At the same time, I wanted to be a church girl. So I needed answers. But I didn't know who to ask. And so when I entered the university and I saw that churches was the normal thing here. But I still saw those girls as sinners, so to say. I saw them differently. I judged them in my I judged them in my heart. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, that was all I knew. That was all I knew to be what being a Christian meant. I didn't have a relationship with the Lord, but I knew I read the Bible sometimes. And I prayed sometimes too. And I was only for lectures. So it was my other level. I bought one June trousers and I wanted to explore, see what this cool meant. But unfortunately for me, the very first guys I avoid, I met someone who knew someone who knows my mom. So luckily for me, she didn't tell my mom. She called me and she preached to me and she told me why I shouldn't wear trousers. It wasn't, wasn't what Jesus expected me to do, all of that. So. I went back home that day with tears. I told myself I was, I was not going to wear trousers again in my life. And that was all. But I still needed answers. And so I think until I left the university, I never wore trousers in school. Yeah, I never did. Even outside school. But then I finished school. And I was yearning for answers because all through my days in the student fellowship, I wondered why people who are churches could not be made workers. I wondered why having a boyfriend was a terrible sin. I wondered how people who wanted to have their cool cannot be executives in church. <laughs> yeah, for a long time, I just wanted to know. But yeah, I didn't get my answers. Until I left the university and I went for my youth service. And somewhere right there, while I was trying to find a church to attend, I got to attend the Pentecostal church. And these guys were cool. I mean, they were having fun, they didn't look bored to me. I was wondering what kind of gospel this is. So, I decided to join in. And somehow, I got hooked. And my life took a new turn that moment. And I got a deeper meaning of the Bible, of what God wants. And then I began to see clearly. And so when I decided to stop the hypocrisy, and I was wearing my trousers, and somehow, because I grew up in a small village, of course, 
I put it on Facebook. And bam, that was it. A lot put on me as a bad girl. Some even thoughts had left the way. But no. I was just done with hypocrisy. I was just done with trying to fit into a system that was tearing other people down. I was just done with the religion. I just wanted to be free. And then my mama got to know during Jesus. And she questioned me. And I told her, mommy, I just want to be free. Yeah. I just want to serve God. I'm not judging that people in my heart. I wondered why they never taught us about the love of God. Yeah. Remember they, they told us at some point to go and preach the gospel. Tell the word about Jesus. But what are we telling about Jesus? I mean, because the first thing that comes to my mind when I meet somebody is, Auntie, you are wearing trousers. Jesus does not like that. And I'm trying to put myself in a situation now. Imagine a small girl walks up to me and tells me, Auntie, you are wearing trousers. Jesus doesn't know that. Maybe I don't want to know your Jesus. Who wants me to drop everything? But then, becoming a believer and growing, I understood that I was like the Pharisees and Sadducees who wanted to put up a show, but deep within their hearts. They don't even love the Jesus. They don't even know the God they're talking about. They just want you over to clap for them. And that was the kind of gospel I was living for a long time in my life. That was my religion, hypocrisy. When the Bible clearly tells me not to judge. But all I did was ease at people who unfortunately even knew that Jesus more than me. You see, I'm not here today to tell you about what to wear, what not to wear, or what to do. I'm here to just tell you that enough of the hypocrisy, enough of the religious. Enough of the religious stones. Enough of trying to fit into a system. By the end of the day, you are pulling other people down. I mean, I saw how people looked at others who were choices. And they eased. I saw our parents literally raise their children in my church. Not to wear trousers, not to do this, not to do that. I saw how it was an abomination for a young girl to get pregnant. I mean, I saw what stigma, what what stigmatization could do to people. I had a dear friend to my heart who got pregnant at some point, and I knew how she was treated. We got talking. Years later, 
and I could see the pain in her eyes. But how she was pushed away because she got pregnant. Listen, I'm not here to condone sin. I mean, Jesus never, Jesus, ne- Jesus was not encouraging sin. No, he loved the sinner, right? But he hated the sin. I mean, can we all take a stroll to John chapter 8 about the adulterous woman who was going to be stoned? Can we take a stroll to the woman at the well who became an evangelist of the gospel? Because Jesus didn't condemn her sins. But he showed her and welcomed her in love. I'm sorry if my gospel is love. I'm sorry if you want me to be a pretender, but I can't anymore. I just want to be who Jesus wants me to be. You know, we all think I want to be like Jesus. But really, are we like him? Because Jesus is love. The one who welcomes the sin and the righteous. The one who loves us all. You see, what we don't understand about love is that it has the capacity to bring people back to Christ. And they drop their sins at his feet because they have seen what love does. Love does not condemn. No, love is kind. Say, if you want to know what love is, just look at Calvary. Look at Jesus bleeding for your sins. That is love. That is love. I remember a time ago, I I had this pastor and pastor's wife I love so much. I follow Jackie Perry and Neil Perry. The two of them have made me see the gospel in a different light. You see, Jackie was a sinner before she met Christ. Christ in the same. But together, they are trying to let people know that Jesus loves us. You know, they are trying to reach the unreached. Because they could identify with them. This was their life's truth before they got to know Jesus. So I'm wondering today, can we just do a little bit and release the holier than thou hearts and welcome sinners and let them know that Jesus is love? Can we all lose that religion and pick love? Can we pick Christ? Can we do the right thing that God wants us to do? Can we stop being like me, judgmental? Can we see past people's sins and see Christ who bled for them on the cross of Calvary? Can we use this Easter period to just sit down and think about the person who gave himself for all of us? I mean, when I got to understood, understand the gospel, I realized my relationship with God took a new form. I saw him as a father, as a protector. You know, the funny thing about you who is judging is that deep within your heart too, you are a terrible sinner. I'm sorry. 
lying, stealing is all things. But your friend got pregnant, and you are the first to announce to the world. You are the first to gossip. You are the first to let the world know that your best friend is pregnant, and she calls herself a Christian. Can you look within yourself? Jesus said, the first without a sin. The one without a sin should be the first to cast the stone. Mm. Really? Aren't we all sinners before Christ came to die for us? Aren't we destined to die before he came to pick us up? See, I just want us to see what God wants us to see today. And that is Calvary. Take a look at the Savior in first, bleeding just for you. You see that person that you ate so much. That person that you condemn in your heart. Jesus died for her too. Did you remember that? Come on. He's God and he's love. I mean, when I remember Paul's story in the Bible, then I understand that it's not my business to hate sinners. It's not my business to fight for God. It's not my business to help God by judging people. God doesn't need my help to do that. He's only asking me to pray the gospel and make the word see his love. That's what he's asking me to do. That's what he's calling you to do too. Stop being a hypocrite. You know, I had a friend tell me when I started wearing trousers. I had a friend tell me, you can do better than this. You don't have to wear trousers. Blah, 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 blah. I don't blame him. We grew up together in that system. I think I told him thank you. I just knew I was done. You see, coming to know God for me was refreshing. Coming to know I don't have to struggle to fit in when he has created me to stand out. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 27, Pure and undefined religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Let me read the contemporary version for you. Religion that pleases God the Father must be pure and spotless. You must help needy orphans and widows and not let this world make you evil. You just understand that. Now God wants you to help. Wants you to reach out. Wants you to be pure and spotless. And remove yourself from the world. Listen, he's not asking you to judge people. He's not asking you to look down on people. He's not asking you. Yeah, see, please, you're not the keeper of heaven. Stop, stop recording who will go to hell and who will go to heaven in your head. Stop. I don't know. See, just stop sinning and stop saying this person can never go to heaven. I don't know who are you. Heaven's for studying. No, please drop that act. 
You see, I understand that. See, it's okay to see sin and get angry. Yes, it's okay. But it's wrong when you get angry at the sinner. See, let's get real. When last did you give to somebody in need? I mean, that's what religion is about. When last did you help somebody out in need? Yeah, let's talk religion. Let's talk religion. When last did you do that? God expects so much from you and I. God, see, if one, if one of the true ambassadors of the kingdom, then you have to live in love. You see, I pray every day to God that Father help me to love just like you. Yeah. A love that sees no boundary. A love that sees, that sees beyond the looks. A love that sees the heart. A love that is calling for people to come. Have you see when, when we sing reckless love? I feel like that song is beyond what you just sing. It's it's a song that, that should provoke you to think. I mean somebody who left hundreds just to look for one. There is no one that you will not tear down just to come after you. So why can't you extend that same arm of love to other people? Why can't you... Next time you see that person who you feel is living in sin, why can't you go down and pray for them and stop gossiping about them? See that person you really dislike so much. When last did you pray for that person? See, I... That's them in my life where I had to sit down and tell myself the bad truth that was being hypocritical. I wasn't seeing the world the way God wants me to see it. And I took a job to start praying for people I know, I ain't seen, and around me. I just wanted them to know the love of God. See, I wasn't perfect to preach it because, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. I mean, I was the one who judged people before. But really, I realized that God is love. Let's take down, let's let's go let's join into the Bible to see Peter. Peter was a very strong apostle. He was on fire. He was zealous. He was all of that. But you see, he denied Jesus. I think it took the nine of Peter to realize that uh, there is more to this Jesus than my eyes can see. It's not about posting and making him out that will never betray you. No. You know, when he was going and he told, and he told, and he was telling him, Simon Peter, do you love me? I was like, yes, Lord, I do, I love you. He asked him three times, do you love me? That's St. Peter. 
You see, Peter denied Jesus. By the end of the day, he asked for mercy. And, I mean, he's an apostle. A martyr at the end of the day. One who gave his life for Jesus. Talk about Paul, too. You see, the Bible is filled with records of people who are not perfect. It was it's filled with stories like that, and that's that that should let you know that God is love. All he needs is your heart, repentance. Lord, I'm sorry. You don't understand. He gave his only begotten son, like the only child he has, just so that you and I can be saved. So why would he not reject somebody? Why? Because he's love. And that's what love does. You see, it's... I mean, if you're in a relationship, you might really understand a little bit of this. I know how much some of you will give to your partners. You see, I know how much my husband will sacrifice just to make me happy. And the same goes for me too. That's because I love him. And he loves me too. That's why it's very easy for him to do some things for me that I will not do for somebody else. See, the same way you do for your siblings too. Why it would be easy for you to go to the for your for your brother or sister? It's because of the love, the blood that you share, the bond that keeps you guys together. That you do anything for your siblings. It's the same thing with Christ. His blood connects us for it. Hmm? And so, he expects us to love like that. See, his love is even beyond husband and wife, daddy and mommy, brother, sister, love. It's love, it's all in for person. And so my message today is that we drop the religious habits. Yeah. Is that we stop condemning people. Is that we start welcoming sinners home and making them feel loved. Making them know that God loves them. He hates the sin, but he loves them. Making them see beyond who they are. Giving them a reflection of how God sees them. The Bible says we are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. So let your light shine. So spread the good news in your character, in your daily living. Drop the hypocrisy for a minute. Stop judging people, okay? God didn't ask you to do that. Let's love. Let's love the way God wants us to love. I pray today that for as many who, like me, are looking for answers, who are looking for a deeper connection, I pray today you find the answers you need. And you get to see yourself through the eyes of God. You see, for a long time, I wondered who I was. I searched for answers. And I only found those answers in the Word of God. I found the answers in Jesus. Yeah. 
as I found answers. See, for a long time in my life, I was searching for affection. I wanted love. And it's why I met so many people, different people, who gave me different definition of what love is. But I came to Christ and I got to understand what love really means. Love is giving yourself. Love is sacrifice. And when I look at Calvary, all I see is love. All I see is love. So you see, people are bleeding. People are looking for answers. People are crying daily. People are going through pains. Can we stop judging? You see, people make bad decisions because of past experiences. See, some of you are standing right today. It's not because you are good. It's the message of God that kept you. Some of you would have removed their pregnancies. It's just God that kept you. Some of you are worse than the sinners you are in, you are eating. It was just God's message that preserved you and kept you in better positions. You see, they are victims. And then sometimes when people are going through pains, the only thing they know how to do is to pour out their anger on other people. And that's why it's hard to judge a sinner. It's very hard because you don't know what they are going through deep inside. That's why all you can do is love. Love. When you love. See, when you naturally love somebody, it's not hard for them to know. And they, they get close to you and they tell you their pains. See, I met people in my life who all I had to do was just show them love. And we got talking and I realized they were in deep pains. Serious pains. Let your story be, oh mommy, thank God I met you. If it wasn't for you, I would have killed myself. Let your story be, ah, I'm glad I met you. I'm glad I met you through you. I could see Jesus. Let people see Jesus in your eyes. Let them see it in your character. Let them see it in the way you live your life. Let them see it in the way you welcome everybody. And you are love. Let them say that about you. You see that lady? You see that guy? Then They are always happy. They are always showing love. That's the kind of testimony I want about myself. Yeah. I'm still on that journey. You see, every day I'm losing my religion. I'm picking love. Every day I'm trying to pick the cross and drop away the hypocrisy. Yeah, I'm still getting there. And I'm getting to understand fully what the word of God says. And now God wants me to live my life. I want to shine my life. I want to be pure and spotless. And all I do is check myself through the lens of the word of God. What does the Bible say about this thing I'm about to do? See, there are decisions I make in my life that when I read them through the word of God, I tell myself, no, I can't do this. Yeah, it sounds cool. But is the Bible going to be okay with it? No, I'm not interested. That's the way we should live our lives, to be sincere. When you vent things through the word of God, if I do this thing, what does the Bible say about this thing I want to do? How? Is it going to be okay with Jesus if I do this? Yeah. 
You see, I've had times where I really wanted to get angry at some people, at some things, and then the Holy Spirit tells me, forgive. Ooh, is that what? Forgive? I realized that forgiving has been breath of fresh air, a peace when I choose to forgive. And then I choose to love them the way God wants me to. And that's why I'm telling you today. As somebody who has been in your shoes, who has criticized, who has judged, who has been abused, who has been in pains, I'm telling you, let all of that go and pick love. You see, sometimes it's hard to love when people have dealt with you, when life has dealt with you. But you need to see yourself the way God sees you. You see, when you start seeing people different, when you start seeing people as people, you you, you get to be happier and you get to be free, knowing that this person is just human. They're not taking it out on me. Yeah. That's the bitter truth. People are just people. Sometimes they hurt you not because they want to. And you see, recently I had to talk to a friend of mine. If you had read my book, um, there was a girl. Talked about being, a, being bullied in secondary school for a long time. You see, the bullying affected me even till I got to the university. Because I always felt small. Like, I mean small. Like very small. And so when when all of the people that bullied me a lot in secondary school reached out to me some time ago, not even because he read my book, he just wanted to know how he affected my life. And I told him this was that. I was like, oh, no, me, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do all of that. I was just a child and all of that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's fine. To be sincere, I've forgiven you a long time ago. That's true. And that was true. When I came to Christ, one of the things I had to let go of, I had to forgive everyone who bullied me in secondary school, made my life hell in school. Everyone who has done something wrong to me or that. And then he was asking me, are you sure may I forgive you? <laughs> For real, I just told him, forgive yourself. Yeah. Forgive yourself, because I understand it was a childlike thing to do. See, every day when I wake up and I tell myself, sorry, and I get to pray and tell my and I, and I get to tell God, help me to love like you. I know it means there will be challenges my way that will make that prayer sound sorry that will test that prayer point yeah but because I've prayed about it it's easier to love see people will always hurt you people will always mess things up but you have to forgive because that's what love does you have to forgive for yourself so that you can be free and be happy again. So I'm going to round up here. 
as you celebrate Easter. I want you to make a decision to lose your religion, to get away with the hypocrisy, to choose love, to forgive, to heal. And it's going to take time, but you need to heal. You need to forgive. And I want you to know that God loves you. Yeah, even with hypocrisy, he still loves you. I mean, that followers, seen as righteous, he died. So when you look at Calvary, just see love. As love explained. Someone decides to take a fact. He said he knew nothing about he paid the price so that I could be free. How else do I explain love? How else? Means love goes deeper. So when something affects me, it affects him. When I'm hurt, he's hurt. Because that's what love is. See, when I make decisions that are not so good, he still comes fighting for me. And that's why he said in Romans 20 that all things work together for your good. Even when you didn't make the right decision, I mean, how else do you show love to somebody? That's really love. And I doubt if any human being could have done that. It has to be God. It has to be love. That's why I'm not surprised when the Bible says God is love. Love is God. You want to know love? You want to know what love is? Just look at God. Just find God. Thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. I really want to thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Please don't forget to spread the good news. Don't forget to tell your friends. Don't forget to tell everyone about this podcast. And of course, I'll be back soon on another episode. Something juicy, you know, <laughs> you know how we do it. Until we meet again, I'm still on a man. I love you all. Please enjoy your Easter. Send my chicken, okay? <laughs> all right, and have a wonderful celebration. God bless you. I love you. Bye. to the naked podcast by your girl onome this is a podcast where we get to share deep truths thank you for joining me on the show today i'll see you in the next episode thank you so much i love you bye